Welcome to the Uncanny Adventures podcast. Welcome back to Uncanny Adventures, the haunted hamlet of Ravens Hill. Uh, we are back with our illustrious party of Krona, Dustin, Bree, Kimmy, and Rustler. Uh, when last we met, the party was trying to solve the murder of a loyal pet raven named Aranol. Uh, they ventured into the woods. They found the crazy madman known as Entrellis, or better known to Bree as... Crazy Bub. Crazy Bub. Um, when they found him, they were able to, after a brief battle, get him to calm down to talk to them. But unfortunately, something else was living inside of Bob that nobody knew about. And this terrible creature ate Bob's brain and then crawled out from the inside and attacked the party. Krona took off as if he recognized this horrible little creature and it frightened him. And the rest of the party subdued the creature, buried Bob, and uh, headed back to town to see if Kimmy's dad could figure out anything about this little beast. Gerald Dan was surprised by the monster, didn't really know much to do about it, but told the rest of them that they should go to sleep because they had been out all night and were completely exhausted. So I believe everybody did go to sleep. Did Rustler also, or was Rustler staying up with Gerald Tanth while he was poking around this little nasty creature? Uh, I, I believe he was helping a little bit. He was making sure everyone was situated before he went to sleep. Okay. If I remember correctly. All right, so eventually you guys all went to sleep. So meanwhile, let's get back to this. So Krona, Krona, yep. Krona. All right. So um, you uh, saw this creature that emerged from Entrellis's body mm-hmm. and took flight into the woods. You actually uh, sort of don't remember the, the instant of running away. Like one second you were there, the next you kind of were looking around. You were in this clearing and then you couldn't breathe as something had caught you by the neck and pulled you up off your feet. You frantically swung your blade, trying to stab at whatever was pulling you into the tree, but lost consciousness before you could see it. You just remember this flash of yellow, and then you don't remember anything else until you hear the creaking. It sounds like the creaking of wheels on a cart, and you kind of feel yourself getting jostled around and something sort of bumps up against you mm-hmm. and you can hear muttering voices. They sound like they're speaking in draconic and you hear them muttering, ah, got the ones they're looking for. The other guys will get the others, but we're gonna get back first. So your eyes are closed and you hear this talking and you can feel just this movement underneath you. And it okay. feels like rough, like wood, like the bottom of a cart. Yep. What do you want to do? Uh, hmm. Well, I would suppose I should probably open my eyes to look around. Okay. So do you want to try to be sneaky about it? Yes, I would. In case anyone is paying attention to you. 
Yes. All right. Go ahead and roll me a stealth check. All right. So, let's see. What did Krona get? All right, so you got a four. <laughs> Let's see if they notice you. All right, so uh, you open your eyes and there is something else, like another sort of like, it looks like another person in the cart alongside you. Mm -hmm. Also not really moving. They seem to be breathing though. And the two figures that are talking are sitting up on the driver's section of the cart. One of them yep. is holding the reins and it's somewhat dark out and you can just see these small silhouettes. They look like they have, as they, one of them turns and says something to the other, it looks like it has a little bit of an elongated snout Yep. and little pointy, maybe ears coming off of it. And they don't seem to have noticed you because they have their backs to you. And there's okay. a couple, there's, there's some cover between you and them. Gotcha. What do you want to do? <clears throat> um, hmm. uh, I, is any like, are my hands bound or what is it like? All right. So as you move a little bit, you do feel a uh, rope around your wrists but your feet are unbound. Okay. You look around a little bit and you can see that you're in kind of a flat bed cart. There's yep. not any walls on either side. And it looks like there's maybe three other people sort of in the cart with you. Also, yep. you can see the one closest to you, the arms are also bound. But I can't tell who it is. I don't, see make a perception check okay uh, 16 uh, oh, right so you sort of take a look and it's a little bit shadowed but you're almost like surprised to see you think that it's the priest from the temple oh all right then. And he, his eyes are closed. He ha he looks like he's got a big lump on his head, like uh, something surprised him and hit him over the head. Hmm. So as you look around too, you notice you're on the road. It's a dirt road, but you see a couple of signs that are familiar to you and you realize that you're on the north road that leads toward the ruin of Ravencrest Castle. Yep. So what do you want to do? Uh, I forget. Was this the priest that asked, uh, is this the priest that the, that person asked us to help? This is Father or Grimble. Is... You recognize him. He He's the one that helped to bring you back after the ordeal in the cemetery when you got killed. Oh, okay. 
So it's him. And as you kind of look past him, as the cart jostles a bit, you see it's there's like three of his acolytes also bound and unconscious in the cart. Interesting. Okay. Um. Hmm. <laughs> Are my hands bound behind my back or in front of me? In front of you. Oh, okay. That's helpful. So what does Krona want to do in this moment? I believe I would want to get my hands unbound. Okay, so how do you want to do that? That is a good question. Uh, let's see. You could try to break them with a strength, athletics. You could try to gnaw through them with your teeth. That's what I was thinking of doing was that one, but... Okay, if you want to gnaw through them with your teeth, I'm going to have you do an acrobatics just because you're you're trying to chew them without kind of chewing your hands at the same time. Okay. And also trying to kind of keep quiet and not get caught doing it. Uh, that's not really great. Thanks, my rolls are not good. Let's see. All right, so yeah, you're gnawing at the rope and you're <laughs> having you're having a hard time kind of gnawing it loose. Okay. The cart kind of bounces again and Grimble sort of flops on top of you for a minute and you're sort of stuck. And one of the two is like, ah, oh, they're getting tangled on each other. As you see, one of them looks like he's turning around and looking in the back of the cart. Oh, do I, uh, I guess I should act, I guess I should act asleep then. All right. Do you want to roll me a deception check? Sure. <laughs> see how that goes. Oh, yikes. Not good. All right, so uh, I just I just lay flat. I, I know this probably doesn't matter, but I'm just gonna like lay flat, like motionless as best as I can, with right. my eyes closed. So the one that had started to turn around is like, huh? He kind of stands up on the on the seat, climbs over into the back of the cart, walking across the other unconscious forms, and you can hear him breathing and standing over you. Mm-hmm. And he hauls off and he goes to kind of give you a kick in the ribs. Let's see. Hey, you know. <laughs> so he ro he goes to give you a kick just at the same instant that the cart kind of bumps something. And yep. he kind of falls over Grimble and lands on his rear end. Oh. <laughs> what do you want to do? I, hmm. He's starting to kind of claw his way back up to his feet. Yeah, I think I want to... God. You know, I'm just going to... I'm going to kick him in the face see if I can knock him out. <laughs> <clears throat> or out of... <laughs> All right, so you roll over, and you are going to go for his face with a kick. So you're going to uh, roll with a... It's just going to be a straight, like, uh, roll plus your strength, because you're not proficient okay. in kicking people, which is hilarious. Oh, there we go. Um, Sorry about that. So you roll over and you go to plant a kick on him. Uh, actually, he fell over, so he is prone, so you have advantage. Um, but that just misses him as he rolls away, and he's like, he's awake! Damn. And the other one goes to pull the horses up to a stop and starts to whip around to look at you, too. Okay. What do you do in this instant? As it I... looks like one of them is starting to, to uh, draw a sword. 
You know what? I just got this. Let's see if it works here. Let's roar. Okay. What is your charisma modifier? Uh, I think it is a, uh, it's the one above the actual number, right? Yes. It's a two. All right. So the, if the DC of that's going to be a eight plus a 12. All right. Let's see. Wisdom save. I got to make two of these. Oh, Jesus. That guy made it. All right. Oh, so the, the one up on the seat is not afraid. The one in the cart with you sort of scuttles back and falls off the cart. All right, oh, that's one person and I don't have to, have to worry about. <coughs> so the one up on the seat is now climbing over the seat and coming at you. Okay. And you notice in this instant as he climbs over, he looks a little odd. He actually looks like, almost like he's been turned inside out. And right, like his skin is almost like backward. And he has, like, you see, like, these tentacles start coming up out of him. I don't like that. No. So he is climbing over, and it's it's a little bit of an effort to get over the bodies. What do you want to do as he's coming for you? All right. Uh, I can, I, it's not like, it's just, it's just like, you know, action by action combat. It's not like I'm running out of moves or whatever yet. Oh, no, you can do something. Like, so you can take an okay. action, or you can move. You could jump off the cart and get out of here. I, well, I, I feel like I shouldn't just leave these guys here. So another thing I haven't done yet. Uh, you said he, you said he's like, he's like fleshy, but like it's inside out or whatever. Kind of. You know, let's see what happens when I burn him with my breath. All right. Let's just light him on fire. Why not? I know the carts. I know he's on the cart, but I mean, you know, I don't really have many options while my hands are tied. All right. I can, I can push the rest off the card. They'll be fine. <laughs> All right. So you're going to try to burn him with your fire. So what do they have to do? They have to make a dexterity saving throw? Uh, I believe so. Let's double check. All right. So you exhale a breath. Uh, yep. It is a dexterity save. DC 12. So as this guy's coming up and over, you just kind of angle up at him and breathe your fire on him. Yes. All right. Let me do a dexterity saving throw for this crazy guy. Let's see. Oh, he's got a decent plus. So he uh, makes the save, but he still takes half damage. So roll the damage. Okay, what is it? It's a... 2d6, I believe. 2d6, okay. No pluses, right? Just flat 2d6? Yep. Straight okay. fire damage. Six damage, so three, I guess. All right, yep. So he will take three fire damage from this breath that you blow at him. Uh, and he screams and stumbles back in pain. <laughs> and then the other one is running away. He's bolting down and away, like into the rocks because he's scared of you. Yeah, good. Bye. So this one gets back up and he gives up the sword and comes at you. Oh, God. No, thank you. So he has a tentacle that whips out and is going to swing at you. He gets a 14 to hit you, Krona. That does not hit. All right, so the tentacle whips out and you dodge aside and it doesn't hit you. What do you want to do? Uh, hmm, I don't have my I don't have my weapons, do I? You don't. All right. You're... Uh What else can I do here? Hmm. 
Now you could do, uh, if you don't have a weapon, you could try to shove him off the cart if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Is the cart just still, is the cart still moving? Uh, it started to move again a little bit because now no one is like holding the reins of the horses. Like he pulled it to a stop, but as he's climbing over and especially now that you blew the dragon's breath, the horses have started to move again. Like they're, okay. they're not really having any of this. Gotcha. And can, I can't use my dragon breath more than once, can I? Or um, like, is it, let's I don't know how check. many charges I have on it or like, what's the... Let us see. Specifics. So, breath weapon. One time, I believe, per either a short or long rest. So, you can't okay. use it right now. Okay. And I can't, I know I can't do my dragon roar yet either because it's like. Exactly. Yeah. So, what, uh, what do you want to do? Let's see. I guess I could try to break the, um, the, I can get out of these binds first. All right. You want to roll a strength athletics to break the ropes? Oh, there we go. Oh yeah. So you had chewed on them and loosened them up. So you just snap them loose. And this strange looking cobalt creature that's turned inside out lunges at you. And this time he sort of goes around the side of the wagon, but he doesn't lose a grip on it. Like... Almost like he uh, sticks to it. Mm -hmm. And he's going to get right up to you and try to bite you. Ugh. So oh, let's thank you. see. He gets a 12 as he tries to bite you from the side of the wagon. Not even close, baby. All right. What do you want to do? The other one is still running. You can't see him now. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, well, now that I have my hands unbound and I have claws. Oh, you do have claws. Let's see. Uh, I don't know what the claws. Uh, is it like a D6? Is that what it is? Let's see. <laughs> so claws. I don't, yeah, I don't know what the role the attack is and the role like for the damage is, depending if I hit or not. All right, so I believe because it's it's basically an unarmed strike, it, it's a plus five to hit. And okay. if you hit with them, you do four points of damage. It's a straight amount of damage. 18 for, for a roll. Oh, yeah. So you do. You, oh. you reach out and slash him with that. So you do four points of damage to him. He uh, angrily comes at you and tries to bite you again. Ooh, that hits. Oh, this time, yep. He does in fact hit. So when Ow. he hits, you will take uh six points of piercing damage from his teeth. Ow. And then you feel poison floating into your bloodstream, and you take four points of poison damage from the That's not that's not nice. From the icker on his teeth. What do you want to do now? He's sort of precariously hanging at the edge of this wagon, and the wagon is picking up speed. Mm -hmm. Hmm. I don't suppose I could, like, do I require a weapon for my uh, my blood uh, bonus or whatever it is? Uh, I 
don't know. Let's double check. Uh, yes, you do. As crimson, okay. your crimson right requires a weapon. Okay. And then I don't suppose this character counts as an undead creature. He does not. He is not yep. undead. He is something else altogether. Okay. In that case, I guess I will just swing it with him at my uh, my claws again. Okay. Ugh. That will not hit. Yikes. <laughs> he is going to try to grab hold of you. Oh, no, thank you. So he is going to make an athletics check, and you can either roll an athletics or an acrobatics to, to go against this. Okay. So let's see. He gets a plus that to it. <clears throat> so go ahead and roll. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think I would fail that unless I rolled unless a one automatically fails it. So all right, yeah, so he go. he grabs for you and he is unable to get a grip on you. All right, where are we? Where are we? Uh, my standpoint, like, is he like what part of the cart is he? Standing he's towards? like attached on the side above the wheel. Like above he's like literally wheel? like it's a flat cart, but he's sort of attached to the side of it, like right where the wheel is, kind of just like. He seems like his limbs stick to it mm. unnaturally. Yeah, so kicking him off probably won't work. You so. can make an athletics check to try to kick him off. He has a chance to compete against it, but you could try to kick him off. Yeah, you know what? Might as well. Might as well try it. Okay. Oh, hey, that's pretty good. Oh, he almost holds on, but you just plant him right in the face with your foot, and he goes yeah. flying off. And... The cart and you and these other unconscious people are just distancing yourselves now from him. I want to go because we're, we're on uh, what's the horses uh, to bring the carriage, right? Yes, there's two horses pulling this cart. I, I'm jumping to the front and taking taking the reins. All right. So meanwhile, back in the town, the rest of the party, you're lying asleep in Kimmy's dad's living room. It was a heck of a night. A lot happened. It was very stressful. So we got back like mid morning or like early morning. It's right? true, yeah. So it's it's yeah. this is like like it's moving into late afternoon. You guys have been you guys have been asleep probably for almost a full like long rest, but you guys are all still asleep. <laughs> so some slight cooing every once in a while. There you go. That's a bird snore, I guess. There's an occasional sound of like tinker tools being used in a in a different room, like in Geraldine's off little office space in his workroom. So let's see. Everybody, roll me. Actually, what's everybody's uh, passive perceptions? Mm. Let me tell you. Not good. <laughs> a fourteen. Okay. Just ten plus the modifier. Is that right? Yes. So 12. Well, also, plus if you're proficient. Right. Yes, still 12. 10. 12. Like 12. Okay. So, also, Jeanette, yes. I should, I should mention, I did set up the Moppet. You did case. set up the Moppet. I made a note. Just in case that's relevant. Okay. Yep. Um, so you guys are sleeping. You, you do get your full eight hour rest. Um, and you probably are just starting to sort of stir when there is a crashing sound that comes from the other side of the house where Jailtan's office is, and you hear a, oh, oh! 
as you all are suddenly woken from a sound sleep. Uh, Kimmy can jumps run. up. Then runs, yes. Thank you probably instinctually runs towards it. Yep. I grab my axe. <laughs> all right, so as you guys all run, you run through the kitchen and like through the side little hallway and Geraldine's office is the little like room at the end. Um, you can hear a little bit of a scuffle going on. And as you guys kind of clear the doorway, you see uh, two small figures trying to drag the little gnome out a window. And he is kicking, but he they've like got his mouth covered and he is just kicking and kicking and kicking at these two figures. Do you guys want to roll me some initiative? Uh, yeah, I do. Heck yeah. I was gonna say I cut him in half, but I guess we'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh death, no, so. natural one. Uh, I would like to insta-kill the- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I rolled really bad. Okay, if you don't mind, I would very much like to uh, immediately win the fight. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you guys round this corner, and Geraldine's office is, or workshop isn't that big. It's maybe like 20 feet by 20 feet. And these guys have them at the opposite side from the door. And Rustler, you are quickest to react. There's one of these little creatures who's on the outside, and he's got his arm around the face and covering the mouth and pulling. And the other one is lifting the little kicking legs and trying to shove them out the window. Would it be safe to say we were able to at least grab a weapon? Yeah, Justin picked up his axe. You could have grabbed your weapon as you ran past. Yeah, I would have too. I heard a clunk. Okay. Um, I am. I immediately run up and try to give him like a good ruler smack with my rapier on his hand. Okay. So you run forward, and this thing turns as you show up. He's letting go of the legs, and you hit him. Okay, do I get my sneak attack for this? You, yeah, I would say, yeah, you do, because he wasn't looking at the door when you came through. All right, so you just skewer the one that's inside the room. As he's just dropping the legs, he slumps to the floor, and the other one kind of lets go of the older gnome, and he sort of falls on top of him. And he's like, oh, they grabbed me from behind. Get him. As he kind of rolls away. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Rustler, you've run up. Uh, then Bree. The other one is still framed in the window. So I am going to attack it with my sword. Okay. Oh. Yes. Nice. All right. So you jump up and just sort of stab this one as he's holding on to the, the window frame and he curses at you in some language. If you understand Draconic, you understand the, the terrible thing he just said about you. Um, no, it's not a language I have. Okay. But I get to go again. You do. That yeah, will no. miss. So he manages to swing sideways in the window frame. And you notice he seems to be attached. Like he's kind of stuck to it. With his To the window frame? Yeah, like he like his limbs sort of have like a stickiness to them. 
All right. So after you, uh, he is going to lean in and try to bite you through the window. Does an 18 hit you? Yeah. All right. So you take six points of piercing damage from his teeth and you feel this black, like you see it as he bites down and you feel it go into your system. You also take four points of poison damage from the bite. And then a tentacle whips out at you. Done. From underneath his cloak. A 15 to hit with the tentacle. That hits. Okay. All right. So you take six points of bludgeoning damage as he smacks you with it. Roll me a dexterity saving throw. Excellent. Uh, the tentacle tries to wrap around you after it hits you, and you manage to shake it off and kind of swat it away before it can get a good grip on you. Okay. All right. So after Bree is Dustin. Oh, Kimmy, what did Kimmy have? I am going to walk up to it and try to hit it. Kimmy, Kimmy, Kimmy. Uh, so I will roll. Nope. Okay. I do nothing. You don't have a second attack yet? Mm, I don't think so. All right. No. I missed Kimmy, so Kimmy, it's your turn. Okay. Uh, Kimmy, seeing this, this little creature, try and grab, uh, grab people with cynical, mm -hmm. uh, Kimmy is going to summon a thorn whip and try and grab it <laughs> instead. So she flips it out. 24 to hit. That definitely hits this thing in the window. Okay. Then it's going to take uh, three piercing damage. Ow. And it is also pulled 10 feet across the room as I yank it off the wall into the room with us. So you yank it and it sort of like lands on top of the work table at the center of the room. <laughs> it's like, ah! it kind of, <laughs> does it land prone oh, when you do that? Uh, it doesn't, no, okay. I can just pull it. So I, I say, oh, you don't like being grabbed? And you notice now that you've pulled it into the room and there's a light in here, you can mm. see this thing is like not normal. It's got that it's got that inside out look to it and just you see the tentacles under the robe. And you can see the black ichor dripping off its teeth. Gross. Yes. Alright, Rustler. What do you want to do? Sorry, head cat troubles. Um <laughs> let's see. Um So you, you got a thorn whipped, right? Yep. All right, I um I assist by stabbing at something. All right, you definitely stab it this time. So as it's cursing at Kimmy in in this language, uh, Rustler just stabs it through the back and it collapses to the ground. And Gerald Tanth kind of picks himself up and what shakes himself off. What the hell was that? Are, uh, are their robes yellow? Their robes are a dark yellow. Oh, okay. <laughs> In that case, 
uh, Kimmy will, will sort of say, uh, are, I think these are the cultists that we told you about, Dad. They're a lot smaller than I thought they were going to be. Yeah. <laughs> I Can I take a closer look? Did you mention earlier that they're like cobalts? Yeah, t- uh, you can make me an uh, investigation check. Are, okay. are they outside? No, they're both inside now. Yeah. Could is there any way, since I didn't move yet on my turn, I could move to where um, none of my allies are within five feet of me, and I can be in melee with one? Well, they're both. Both of these are dead. Oh, never. you you killed them, you, <laughs> R- Rustler. You killed them both. <laughs> oh, whoops. <laughs> I, I thought you said, I thought another two just showed up out of nowhere. I'm like, oh, crap, oh, what? Jeez. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Yeah, okay. so you guys are actually out of initiative. Um, so what did, let's see, what did Kimmy get? You got I got a three. Um, yeah. So, uh, I mean. Yeah. Maybe maybe they were kobolds once. They At one point. I don't right. know what this is now. Mm-hmm. Kind of look under the robe and just like, oh. <laughs> Yeah, there's like strange, like four or five tentacles kind of underneath that coming off in strange places. Uh, can I do like a medicine check on them or something? Sure. Mm. All right, so <laughs> looking closely at them, you're this. This is not. This is this is completely like it has to be some kind of either out another plane or like these things were twisted by dark magic this is you don't know how they're still even alive and functional they look look like they were touched by a a realm that is very far away possibly (laughs) yes okay the the, the kenku looks slightly concerned hmm do they have any sweet gear on their body that we can loot? Uh, no, one of them dropped this shoddy-looking uh, short sword when he fell, but the other one was just using teeth and tentacles to kind of bite and attack with. Oh. Dustin goes and makes another sandwich. <laughs> as as Dustin is in the kitchen uh, making his sandwich, you see a, a cart kind of race past outside under the window at, like, like very dangerous speed and Mm -hmm. disappear. And you kind of look outside and you wonder how late did you actually sleep? Because it's fairly dark outside at this point. Mm. Like almost seems like night, but the the sky doesn't, you don't see a lot of stars or anything like that. Okay. Uh, If I finish making my sandwich, I'll take it outside and look around. (coughs) What the heck? All right. So Dustin's making a sandwich and then he he finishes it and walks outside while you guys are investigating these bodies. So, yeah, you walk out and um, the cart that raced by is gone. It it, Mm. it, you don't see it. You don't hear it anymore. Um, Mm. But you do hear like coming from down the road toward like center town where like the general store and stuff is. You hear Mm. sounds of people like. And they're getting louder, and they sound somewhat upset. Okay. Um, I'll walk towards the noise, just absentmindedly, munching. All right. So the rest <laughs> I'll of be like, "Hey!" I'll yell into the house. 
I'm sorry you got attacked, but it sounds like there's something else going down downtown. I'm gonna go check it out. Oh, 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 oh. You you guys hear Dustin and see him uh-huh. walk past the window, walking away from the building. Rustler immediately goes to his butler clothes and tries to get him on as neatly but as quickly as possible. <laughs> What are Kimmy uh, and Bree doing? Kim, Kimmy will make sure her dad is all right. He seems the, uh, like, aside from getting grabbed, and he says, oh, I dozed off, and then all of a sudden something was tugging me out the window. Oh, I told you not to doze off, Dad. You gotta get, you gotta get your sleep better. Oh, well, I was poking around with this new contraption. Oh, what is it? Oh, well, I'm hoping that it will hang up and fold my clothes for me so I don't have to do it anymore. Oh. That'd be nice. It would be. I'm sick of folding the clothes, and I always have to climb the ladder to get to the line. Mm. I've fallen off it four times in the last two months. Dad. Well, I'm a klutz. I know, I know. I know, I know. I told you, I bet I bet Mr. Wrestler would be happy to to offer you his services. I'm I'm considering taking him up on that. He's quite quite the fellow. Hmm, I agree. Mm. <laughs> Can even like do weird medicine stuff on these weird tentacle guys. Good to have around for different projects. It's impressive. Uh, I completely agree with you. He's he's more a nurse, not a doctor. Yeah, well. <laughs> where do where Dustin get himself? Up? How late did I sleep? He looks out the window where they were trying to drag him out. What time is it? I look at the uh, time device that he built. <laughs> The time device, uh, according to the time device, it's only like maybe five o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, Dad, did your did your clock break again? No, it should work. And just fine. He walks over and he kicks it, and it kind of <laughs> makes a little cuckoo clock sound. And he's no, it's, it's working. Just oh, it's not. Why? Kimmy looks outside. It is very very dark. Dark skies, <laughs> overcast, black clouds. Oh. Can I do a nature check? Sure. Okay. Uh, it's plus three. Oh. There's something strange going on here, but Kimmy is not quite sure strange. what it is. Okay. Well. Oh, boy. Um, I guess Kimmy will, will also sort of get ready and go after uh, Wrestler and Dustin, see what's going on. Um, I'll leave the, the Moppet with Jarl Tan. He's like, this is an ugly little doll. It is, but supposedly it's it's magical and it'll, it'll keep you safe, hopefully, from more of those things. He gives you a hug. Well, thank you, Kimmy. Love you, Dad. Be yeah. safe, okay? You, you too. Do, do you sure you want to go out? It's uh, maybe just stay in for the night. I mean, I'm an adventurer now, Dad. Remember? Oh yes. All right. All right. <laughs> so meanwhile, Dustin, you walk down the street, eating your sandwich. It's big. It's a big sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> um, you come around the corner, at uh, the corner uh, where the general store is. The money lender is across the way. The little gazebo is off to the side. And um, you see the sheriff and the shopkeep for the general store, Mr. Uh, Fair, is kind of in his face. And as you get closer, you hear him saying, I don't know where they are. They were upstairs sleeping. 
and they're gone. And he's like, calm down, calm down, Giles, calm down. What, what, what are you talking about? And he's like, my girls and my wife were upstairs and they're gone. And then you see uh, another figure running from up the street and you recognize Mr. Edwards, Anders' dad. Mm-hmm. And he is yelling for Anders. <laughs> Kimmy is very upset right now. Dylan's so, upset. Like, Kimmy doesn't know I'm yet. I'm so upset. <laughs> that rustler is trying to get dressed real quick because mm-hmm. he wants to go and go after the guy who just decided, oh, someone was getting kidnapped. I'm just going to casually walk outside in the open with no one with me with a sandwich. So he's running after Dustin. All right. So Rustler is running in down the street after Dustin while Dustin is hearing all of this craziness going on. Woo, split the party. So it's like all these kids are missing. They are. Uh-oh. I what? look around for some he yellow coats. Well, he's short. They're just taking short people. Yeah, maybe they're racist and they think gnomes are children. You know, possible. <laughs> Pretty sure gnomes are children. All gnomes are children, right? Isn't that? <laughs> yeah, they just never grow up. It's true. Yeah. So, uh, Mr. Edwards kind of runs up and he's like, oh, "Has anyone seen Anders? Uh, he was he was cleaning out behind the store, behind the bar, and his mother said she thought she heard something." And there was this cart that was disappearing down the road when I came out looking for him. Dustin, have you seen my son? No, I haven't, but I have seen that cart. It just went right by our window. Hmm. I want to see if I can see some tracks of a cart. Sure, make a survival check. Okay. Uh, uh, Survival. Nope. You no see, tracks. you see many tracks, so it's very hard to determine which tracks this one cart might have made, as there are quite a few tracks here. I say to the the families, let's stay calm. I think uh, this sounds like a test for the new adventuring party in town. Us. And, <laughs> and I, you you see Bree and Rustler and Kimmy running up the street. In as you like, say that, Bree, come here, please. Can you try to find some fresh wagon tracks? I'm not very good at this tracking thing. I hand her a magnifying glass. All right. So you find like two or three sets of tracks. And then with the help of Rustler's magnifying glass, you're able to discern the freshest set. And there was indeed a wagon that kind of went tearing through here within the last 10 minutes. We all saw it. Well, no, well, Dustin saw it through the window. You guys probably heard it passing by Kimmy's dad's house, but it passed by the kitchen window and not the shop window. But in this instant, you do hear a wagon. And it sounds like it's getting closer. But it's coming from the other opposite direction behind the moneylender's shop. Yeah. Dustin says, that's weird. I swore the wagon went that way, but now I hear it coming from this direction. This is so peculiar. peculiar. No, other people are allowed to have wagons too, right? Oh, right. Sure. There might be multiple wagons in town. But that's <laughs> why you're the smart one. 
as Dustin says that, another wagon does come around the corner and you see a disheveled looking dragonborn at the reins of the wagon. Krona! <laughs> and and there's like two or three people kind of hanging precariously off the back. <laughs> like he wasn't very careful. Wrestler's never seen him before, so he has the crossbow aimed at him. He's like freaking out. But he hasn't shot yet. He's not sure what's going on. Wait, what? No, Rustler, you, you all remember Rustler him. All Rustler sees is this wagon, and you're riding, and there's a bunch of dead bodies hanging off the back. Yeah. He's not sure if you're one of the kidnappers. Or I, thought, I thought Corona uh, and Rustler met. I, wait, have yeah. I seen him before? Yeah, you, we've, we've well, met. At the, tr- at the okay. tree fort, yeah. I, okay, Corona was scared of you the first time he met you. Never mind. <laughs> I, I, I'm, he doesn't do any of that. Yeah. <laughs> also, they're not dead bodies, but uh, Corona, when they hear, uh, when he... When he hears his name gets called, I'm mean, assuming he, he heard it. Yeah. Uh, he's gonna try to stop the horses as best as he can. Oh no! Make a handle animal check. Woo! Here we go. Let's see. Where is my handle animal? Ah uh, no! Oh, here we go. Yeah. Hey. Oh, Krona! Krona masterfully pulls up on the reins and pulls the cart to a stop. He does not lose a single person off the back of the cart, though they are jostled <laughs> by the sudden, like sliding stop. It's Never actually very impressive. <laughs> uh, Dustin turns to the sheriff and I say, "See, this new adventuring party has great timing." <laughs> and then the sheriff looks at the cart and says, "Is that Father Grumble?" Krona immediately responds going we were all kidnapped I don't know by who they had tentacles it was weird I'm also very scared and I go over to Dustin and like and just like kind of like where's my stuff where am I what am I doing uh do we have his stuff he's still wearing like his armor you have his sword oh you did find it embedded in a tree what about my crossbow? Where's my crossbow? Uh, you're not sure where your crossbow ended Uh-oh. up. <laughs> Unfortunate. <laughs> I will give him his sword back if I have it on my person. Could it be in the cart? They kidnapped you and put you straight in the cart. Your crossbow might be in there. Maybe. I mean, I haven't checked yet. I was kind of focused on getting away from the things who were kidnapping me. I mean, that's fair. Play, or do you audibly say, uh, where's my crossbow? And you're like looking around or something. Uh, sure. After he after he gives me my scimitar back, yeah. <laughs> when he's giving you the scimitar, a wrestler comes over and gives you his crossbow. Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> so from a window in the second floor of the moneylender shop, you see a face poke out. It looks like he's about to yell down about noise or something, and then he takes in who's standing there, and you hear the window just slam shut, <laughs> and the curtains <laughs> close, and he disappears from sight again in an instant. Good. The sheriff's uh, like, uh, and he walks over and he starts checking the priest and these other like people who are lying on the cart. They're alive. Oh, thank God. All right. Let's get them off this cart and use our cart to chase the other cart. It's <laughs> a good idea, actually. So they'll uh, everybody who's there starts helping to carry these guys down. Uh, wrestler probably like what? What did they all? Are they just a mix of random people at various ages, or is there a specific pattern? The, these are the, the priest is older; he's in his like late fifties, and then there's like three of the acolytes who are ranged in age from like a twenty, like maybe two year old to twenty six and twenty eight. They're all male. Yep. Right? Okay. I was just curious. I, I help uh, get them off and get them comfortable. Okay. 
So it takes a couple minutes, but you do manage to get them all off. And one or two of them is starting to rouse from being unconscious. They look like they they all were sort of bludgeoned over the head. Or a cu- one of them actually has, like, ligature marks where it looks like he was, like, strangled unconscious. Oh, man. Um, I'll turn back to the sheriff and I'll say, Sheriff, I think you should make sure you have guards posted looking for small creatures with tentacles that like to hang out windows. Yellow robes. And Krona also responds to that with, and off of carts. Can I do a medicine check on the father at least? Because he had a big lump on his head, right? He did. Go ahead. D- didn't the crazy guy have like a big, like a weird shape on his head? That's why I'm like really worried. Yeah. Oh, you- might have. Oh. <laughs> oh, he's fine. Yeah, he seems like, he seems perfectly okay. No worries. Well, that's good. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. So. All right, team. Let's. Did we leave any stuff behind before we race out stuff. of here? Not our gear. You're I have left with just a sandwich. And an axe. And his axe. Yeah. That's all right, he needs, really. I'll, I'll I'll jog back and grab my other stuff. Like what? my two javelins I have left, or something. Hmm. The sheriff, Sheriff Mortimer says, uh, I'm going to rally uh, some of the, the townspeople just in case. Uh, we'll, we'll check the houses, see if anyone else is missing or hurt. And uh, where are you headed? I'm following the cart tracks. Hmm. All right. So they, were, they were headed towards the castle, right? They're, well, they're heading out of town. Now, Krona, okay. do you tell them anything about where you were? Um... I mean, I don't really, I saw that I was like on the road and in the woods, right? Yeah, you recognize that you were on the north the north road that, that goes out toward yeah. the abandoned castle. Okay, yeah, then that's what I say. <laughs> the opposite direction of the cart tracks went in? Oh no, the, the, the same direction. Okay. I thought you said opposite before. Well, Krona came into town from the other way, but it looks mm. like uh, the, the other cart headed out of town. They might not be taking the road. So, all right. So you guys all get into Krona's new cart. Yeah. Can if, if we actually like want to chase after and see if we can catch up to this other cart, mm-hmm. I might have a spell for it. Oh. Hell yeah. Okay. Uh, there are two horses, right? Yes, there are two horses. Okay, I will cast Long Strider on both of them. Oh my. Uh, so they have, I think, an extra ten feet of movement for the next hour. Okay. So. They're faster than a normal horse, so I don't know. Maybe we can catch up. All right. So, who's driving the cart? Hmm, not me. Handle animal. Let's see. I am. Rustler will, if no one else will. <laughs> I mean, I feel like our druid. He he doesn't feel like he's right for the job, but if no one else will, he will. Krona is kind of like I don't know. Krona's kind of not feeling this whole situation after being recently kidnapped. You know, that's fair. <laughs> that's very fair. You need revenge, Krona. <laughs> <laughs> the wrestler just awkwardly like uses his hand to pat your head. And he's going to go in the cart. Uh, Krona very un- unwillingly, but slightly, I don't know, goes into the cart. <laughs> Like, mm-hmm. uh, Kimmy will will sit on the seat mm-hmm. and she'll take the reins. 
Okay. I, I don't have my driver's license, but hopefully I'll, I can do this. I'm good. Does, does that exist here? <laughs> Maybe. We'll find out. Um, does it does it look like I could hang on the back of this thing? I highly doubt it. It's it's kind of it's just a flat bo- like bottom. There's not sides to this one, so like literally you're gonna have like it's t- gonna be tough to even hang up. It's gonna be an okay. interesting ride. Okay, I, I, I'm not I'm not that amazing, so I'm just I'm gonna stay inside it. All right. So is anybody sitting up in the driver's seat with Kimmy, or is everybody else on the back? Oh, oh there's room up there. There's yeah, room for at least two people up up top. All right. <laughs> All right, so Kimmy, give me a handle animal check as you guys go to head after this this uh, other. I cart. did. I got a twenty-four. Oh, okay. Now, nice. now, who wants to make a survival check to to track as you go and follow these tracks out of town? But they've gone off road, so now you got to track gone them. Into the forest? They have gone into the forest. Krona got an eighteen. Oh my god. Okay, never mind. You can do it then. <laughs> Bree gets all excited, and Krona's like, "They went that way." Oh. All right. So those the three of you in the back of the cart, uh, what make me some uh, acrobatics checks as this is a bumpy ride and there is not a lot of purchase to hang on to in the back of this cart. Hey, twenty one. Corona's good. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, I got. Oh, oh wait. I, that's right. I should probably mention the people that kidnapped me that uh, were driving the cart. Um, I didn't kill them. I uh, made one run away from me, and the other I kicked them off the cart. So they could be going to the town. Well, they're posting guards. Yeah. Hopefully, Sheriff Mortimer can take care of it. We can't be everywhere doing everything. <laughs> I, I make the sound of a loading crossbow and point at the crossbow I gave you. So as you guys go off-road and start following after these tracks for this other cart, um, Dustin, at one point, you guys hit a bump and everybody else kind of hangs on. Dustin sort of tumbles to the back. He doesn't fall off the cart, but he just sort of loses his balance and just goes rolling away a little bit before (laughs) catching himself and pulling himself back up to a sitting position. Tough. Um... So you guys are making your way north. You're kind of, uh, you can see the lake, the little lake coming up in the distance. Make me another handle animal check as this is starting to get a little bit uh, uneven ground and a little bit dangerous for the horses and the cart. All right. If possible, Rustler could assist maybe. Okay, so he could have, I can't say the word, advantage. Advantage. And uh, also, who wants to make a survival check to now track? It is in the woods. Seems like our woodsy drew or ranger. Oh, nice. Oh. All right. So you do uh you do manage to keep the cart moving forward and you're tracking the other cart. In fact, I'm gonna have everybody roll me some perception checks. Sure. As you now have covered a good but about a distance here. Oh my gosh, I'm rolling so bad. It's okay. For being alert, I'm not very observant. (laughs) All right, so uh, Kimmy, you see in the distance, um, and and Bree sees it a second or two after you do, um, you can see this other shape on the horizon like you think that you've like now gotten in sight of the other cart. Though it's still a good distance away from you, you are closing the distance on it as you are uh, moving swiftly. All right, so make me another, now that you have it in sight, you don't need to make a survival check to keep it in sight, but make me another handle animal check. Okay. 
My best. Oh. All right. So you are keeping these horses. They seem to be getting a little bit tired because they were already running we're a lot. Booking it, yeah. And and also carrying Krona and the others back beforehand. Um, but you have kind of kept the other cart in distance. In the meantime, you all see looming on the horizon this sort of tall building in the distance. And the other cart is making haste for that building. So eventually, uh, you almost close the distance by the time that other cart gets to the walls of this, like, somewhat dilapidated castle building. Mm. And they don't seem to have noticed you following it. You still are a good enough distance away. But you, Kimmy and Bree, you're able to see as the cart kind of goes through this, this gate at the center of the wall. And you can see that there's a couple, like, uh towers at the front and a couple around the back as you're coming up on it what do you guys want to do uh is there anyone in the towers make a perception check okay and i have i've moved you onto a map now dun, 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 dun. okay perception nope not in. Oh. i say i don't see anyone in those towers we should still be careful, just in case. It's probably the wise choice. I don't even see the tower! <laughs> what, where are they? What towers? There's no towers. Are these, these are not the towers you're looking for. <laughs> I think we should keep following the tracks. Through, you know, if they're going through the courtyard or something. Well, they went into this gate, and it looks like the gate was closing behind them. Okay. Oh, darn it. So there's definitely someone operating the gate. So at the oh, wall. it's haunted. It could be haunted. Ghost gate. Ghost gate. <laughs> what an awful place to haunt. Uh, I'll, I'll sort of, like, slow the cart down a bit. Okay. And see if we can find, like, somewhere to pull off. Okay. Because we're in the woods, right? Yes, you are. There's like all woods surrounding like the, like, because you came out onto the road that headed for the, the castle. And then you, um, but on either side, it's like surrounded by like woods and stuff like that. Okay. We could, we could try sneaking up towards the castle, see what's going on there. I think it's a good idea. We know there's some weird shit going on at the very least. Yeah. So. I wonder if there's a like a back door or a mm. good place that we could climb. I don't know. Or it's an it's an old castle, right? Maybe there's a hole in the wall. Yeah. So I was thinking too. It could have like ivy on the walls that we could climb up, or like a servant's entrance, something. Yeah. And you can see that the the walls themselves look like they stand probably twenty feet tall. The towers around them go up another maybe 15 to 20 feet apiece. Wow. Okay. It's pretty tall. It is pretty tall. Mm. Wrestler, wrestler nods in approval and pulls out his grappling hook. Ooh. Nice see you guys. Oh, you want to go up and over? Wrestler's ready for everything. <laughs> I swear. I think that maybe up and over by the front gates might not be the best approach. No. Yeah. I, I agree. We'll be looking back. Front. 
Um, can I do a perception check on this tower? Like, see if there's any ways that would probably be better than the front door. Sure, you can do a perception check for me. Oh my goodness. You are not sure if there is a better spot. Yikes. <laughs> you may I have tried. you may have to try to uh, move around the other sides to see if there's a better position. Yeah, I think we should go around the back. I, I make this She's <laughs> not where the clouds, there's just so many clouds. You just I can't. see oh. nothing. It is hard because it's there is this unearthly darkness and there's very there's like not like moonlight and starlight to like really guide you so it's very very hard to see yeah um wrestler points at himself and he points towards the back of the tower and he goes like this with his fingers and he makes the hooting owl sound that he told you guys was like his signal when he was sneaking <laughs> and, and then he seems to look at you like yeah should i uh... or should we He's like, he's like, me? I could, I could maybe turn into an animal and help. I don't think they suspect an animal, even if they do see me. Yeah, I mean, it could definitely work. If you want to do it, I'm not going to stop you. I wouldn't mind having you with me, Rustler, just, you know, as backup at the very least. Like when he, when he asks if who wants to join, he's like, he says in his old master's voice, Rustler. And then when he points at Kimmy, he goes, Cookie! And he like, <laughs> points at everybody else and says their names. Uh, I would sit it out, I think. A stealth mission. Uh, a stealth mission? I, the other thing I can do is I am allowed once every long rest to cast uh, Pass Without Trace, like if the whole group wants to go. It's plus 10. To that is nice. Stealth bonuses. Plus 10? Yeah. Yes. As long as you stay within 30 feet of Dustin, you get a yeah. plus 10 to your yeah. stealth. 30 foot radius. An hour. I mean, if you want me to accidentally step into the ethereal plane, because the sneak will be so high, sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's like, do we want to do some reconnaissance, or is the whole group just going to, like, stealth to the wall? I don't I care. That'll That's make me plus 18. Oh we my should, god. It'll make. What? If you cast that on Rustler, he gets plus 18 on Sneak. Right. Casey, what are you saying? Probably recon first, because then if we cast that on us while we're actually trying to get in, we might even be able to get a sneak attack round on these people. It's true. That's kind of what I'm thinking. As if. Maybe so if we get a little. Recon first with the sneakiest people in the bunch. <laughs> and then. Save yeah, that get, for come back. Get a little info, come back. Count. I have a plus four. I uh, have. Why would I have a stealth mission? I only have a plus one normally, so not. I have plus three, so. A wrestler's I, built for sneaky sneak, so he's plus eight. Yeah. I also have Mask of the Wind, so I can hide in, in the wind. In <laughs> very With very little. To hide around, I can hide. Like you can hide behind Dustin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, are we going to be sneaky with Pass Without a Trace? Not yet. Not okay. yet. 
So, so right now it's just um, Rustler and Kimmy doing a reconnaissance. Is that is that the I plan? Think so. and then, oh, yeah. I'm good okay. Okay, so whoever's going on a reconnaissance mission needs to roll me stealth checks. Uh, before before we do anything, I turn into a giant lizard. That works. Like a giant gecko, so I have the little pads on my hands so I can climb walls easier. Oh. <coughs> Kimmy is very stealthy. Mm-hmm. I'm the same color as the forest. They can't see me. I was really scared it's going to roll three or something. <laughs> What direction do we approach the castle from? So you guys came in toward the front gate. Okay. I can't see the map. Uh Uh-oh. We're probably going to come from, like, the side or the back uh, in that case. Yeah, I see. Which everyone seems the more like forested, I guess. Does anyone else just see a black square for the map? I do. No. Go to the uh, lower Bottom. corner. Well, hang on, let me see. Bottom right. Me and a big black square. <laughs> Alright, hang what? on, hang on. I see it. Yeah. There help. must be some. There's no black on my screen at all. So. Okay, got it. Fix yeah, it. there we go. I see it now. Sweet. Okay. I thought it was loading at first, so I didn't say anything. Oh, I fixed it. Alright, so... So which way are you guys gonna go? Now you can see you can see the layout here. It's uh, the front gate is kind of in the middle of the two smaller looking towers at the bottom. Um, there's two bigger towers on either side at the front, and then you can see in the distance there's two big towers at the back of the property as well. Hmm. Um, probably want to go around the right side just because there. I see a tree there, maybe a little bit. Yeah. Longer. That's that's the only reason why I have for that. That's what I was thinking too. We could we could use that little forest area as cover, or we could just like loop all the way around to the back, and, like on the opposite tower from there, like mm-hmm. diagonally. That's like right against the cliff, so that might also help a bit. But I'm not I'm not against the the tree cover idea. Before you leave, Dustin asks, what's your signal if you need us to come running? Murder! (laughs) (laughs) That works. I will know what that means. True. Um, Re would always opt for the tree line. Okay. Let's go with that. Alright, so you three start making your way along the eastern side of this castle. Alright, so make me perception checks as you guys are kind of crossing along under here kind of below the towers looking up at them. You can see that they look like they have uh, in the second and third levels, they look like they have windows in them. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kimmy, you do uh, notice some shadows moving in the windows of the big tower toward the front at the ba- at the lower corner. Uh, it looks like there is some kind of like watch set in the towers. It looks like they're on the second story of it. And as you continue along this this eastern side of the castle, you see a similar uh, shadow move across one of the windows of the the tower at the back as well. Okay. 
Kimmy the gecko will kind of lick her eyeball and then point up with her tail. So when Kimmy the gecko does this, the other two of you that are with her can also see these shadowy figures moving up above in these windows in the towers. You do notice that the, the walls are older and mm -hmm. it does look to you like they would be somewhat easy to climb, but there's not a lot of cover maybe. Okay. That's at this bottom, the uh, southwest, or no, southeast tower. Yep, southeast the and the northeast towers both seem to have uh, figures moving around inside. There's some kind of watch. How big are the windows, actually? They they look big enough for someone to, to, you know, move in and out of. Not okay. huge, but, like, even Dustin could probably squeeze in a window. Okay. I was almost going to ask that. <laughs> so could I. As All right, good. Um... Well, I, I sort of showed that I have the the pads on my feet, so I can basically just like climb because I have a climb speed. Mm -hmm. If if uh, if mm, I might be able to incapacitate the people in the tower, and then wrestler could use like his grappling hook, maybe just to get everybody else. Out. Well, well, right now we're just doing reconnaissance. We're not doing yeah, anything. yeah, oh, yeah. I'm, I don't know. I'm I'm formulating plans already. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just know our, we, we like to jump the gun, so... I, yeah, it's true. <laughs> maybe we shouldn't for this. Um, okay. Yeah, I, he, he signals grapple hook and then, like, points at which tower. Hmm. Which? You, you hear him say from a random person's voice, which? They both have figures moving in them, so they seem equally risky. Yeah. We could loop around and check the others, yeah. Just in I, case. I, I point the South Tower and just and say, um, in just like a mix of random different voices. Like it's like a soundboard, but it's just random different people. It says, mm -hmm. that tower, cover tree, easier to hide or jump out of. Kimmy shakes her head. He tries really hard to do it quietly, but some of those voices that he has for the words aren't really quiet. <coughs> but so, but it, it's up to you guys. I, I'm just throwing ideas out there. So Krona and uh, Dustin, while you guys are waiting further back, you guys can also give me perception checks if you're keeping an eye on this. Heck oh. yeah, I am. Uh, perception. You know, I know it's alphabetical, but it still is hard to find them every time. It is. <laughs> I'm not doing well today. You are not, you Dustin. Go. So you are looking uh, at maybe at your feet for a second and like you just stepped on something and you're not sure what it was. I'm looking at the tree being like, how fast could I chop it down? And <laughs> meanwhile, Krona, you see uh, a small figure move. Uh, they, they come out on the top of the walkway of the wall in between the towers over the gate and you see it move across from one to the other and it looks mm -hmm. like it's small in stature you see pointed ears and an elongated snout hmm. so you recognize one of these little kobold creatures that you've seen before I see I tug on Dustin's shirt and point towards the figure mm, 
Uh-oh. Dusty, going? you just catch sight of it disappearing through a doorway into the other tower on the opposite side of it. And there, it's going toward the tower that they're at? Nope, it went to this tower, to the tower to the left. Okay. So okay. it crossed from one to the other. Okay. So now I should keep an eye out for more patrols. Possibly. Okay. Um, I'm not sure how Kenku will communicate this, but he's thinking while they're moving across, maybe he does distraction with the noise. And while they go over to investigate, everyone else goes up to grapple hook or something or, or rides on Kim's back. It's, oh. it's just a giant lizard or something. I don't know. That might work. Yeah, I'm thinking Metal Gear Solid here. You know, like go up there and just like knock on the on the stone, and you're like, "Oh, what's that?" I'm going to investigate. What was that noise? I am large, so I I could carry someone up there. You could. If anybody's bad at climbing. (laughs) What do you guys want to do? I think we need to wait for them to come back, right? Because they're still. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like while they're going from tower to tower. Mm. Okay. Because then you guys could go into the tower while they're not there. Mm-hmm. Good. I like that idea. But you'd have to come get us to tell us. The... Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. We're, we're doing that first before, <laughs> before we do anything crazy. Yeah. All right. So do you guys come back for your reconnaissance mission and talk to the rest of the party? Yeah. Oh, I like to think a wrestler has his journal. He he writes it out to everybody. We'll, we'll go back. Okay. okay. So you regroup back in the trees a little ways away from, so you're out of sound, you know, and, and like hearing, and you kind of discuss what your plan is. Yeah. Krona explains that uh, he noticed um, the figure like the people who uh, kidnapped him. Hmm. Well, at least we know we're in the right place. All right, as in lizard. <laughs> so we're gonna go through with uh, this plan that uh, Rustler has writ- laid out. Op- Operation Cobalt Eater. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah. Good. Nice. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> maybe not actually eating cobalts. Hopefully. Oh, uh, but maybe. I will find out. Wrestler's going to be our decoy octopus. All right, so... <laughs> Should have got tentacles. Wrestler. <laughs> yeah. You're going to be the decoy. Where Where are uh, you going to go to be a decoy to draw them to? Um, uh, first, you'd like to try to put the grapple hook up on that tower. Okay. Ooh. You want to do that before you run off and go decoy somewhere else? Yeah, so that way like, everybody has a easier time trying to climb up. So, like, so they can do it quicker, you know? Even if they fail, maybe completely. Okay. Kimmy can carry one. So, I don't know. If if Kimmy wants to risk going into the decoy mission, it would be faster for me to get out of there if I was on your back. Hmm. That's a good point, actually. But but you're a large lizard. Yeah, I I don't know. (laughs) And you are a rogue, so you can, like... You can do your cunning action stuff. So you might actually be able yeah. to move faster than I am. Oh, oh, actually, yeah, yeah, now you mentioned that. Okay, um, I go towards the gate when they're, like, traveling between the two towers. Okay. And uh, when I get over to the gate, I make the sound of, um, what was the crazy guy's name again? Entrellis. Entrellis, yeah. I, you, just hear, you just hear at the bottom of the, the, where the gate is at, 
never take me alive! Ah, you know, like that random stuff he's shouting at us from a distance. All right, so roll me a stealth check to, to get out and across to where you're out in front of the gate. Okay. Do we have a pass without trace on us yet? I will cast it when we're leaving, yes. Okay. All right, so uh, you guys watch as Rustler slips out of the trees and slowly creeps across the open area. He gets in front of the gate, and then you hear Entrellis' voice yell out. And you hear uh, and see movement in the towers. As you see in the two small towers at the front, two kobold heads pop into windows. And they point out down to where the figure is in the dark and yell something in Draconic, which Krona understands as intruders. And then, you, that, and then ev- quietly translates. And then everybody can roll me initiative. <laughs> I will, uh, as he starts shouting, I would ca- pa- cast Merge with Stone or Pass Without Trace. Yes. Okay. So. Initiative, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. Thank goodness for my crazy bonus. All right. I'm not, I'll take that 10. <laughs> Krona got a 14. That's not bad. Kimmy gives like a little, a little hand signal with her gecko hand. Let's go. Right. Let's move out. Roll out. Oh, it's, it's like, like it's like. All right. So these uh, creatures up in the tower are going to um, take pot shots at the figure in the dark, but they will have disadvantage. So, the first one shoots at the figure and misses. Uh, does a 19 hit? Yeah, that definitely hits. Alright. Yikes. That one will miss, and the fourth one, uh, an 11 should miss. So only one of the bolts kind of glances down and hits you. I'm... I make the sound of the the crazy guy getting hurt. All right, so you you do take seven points of piercing damage as it as it kind of gets you in the hip, and wow. and then um, the rest of you start moving toward that tower as uh, Rustler. You can move. So um, he's going to try to um, deceive them and move towards the west into the tree line and hide again as coming action. So he's going to dash okay. into the tree line on the west if he can make it that far and then cutting action stealth. Yeah, you have what, uh, 30 feet of movement, so... Yeah. So you would get uh, just underneath the other tower, but you you could use, you know, the, the shadows of the wall to kind of give yourself some cover. Okay, I, I do that then. Yep. Alright. So... All right, so the rest of you bolt into the trees and head for that wall. What are you guys doing? Uh, so, Bree, you'd be first to act in this moment. We're trying to climb the wall. 
you can mm -hmm. or you could you could hold the action to climb until Kimmy goes up the wall with the grappling hook if you wanted to. Oh yeah. That's a better idea. <laughs> and if anybody wants to get on my back, you can. You might just be up there with me. <laughs> what is climb acrobatics? Climb is uh athletics. Mm. Yeah, I I mine's fine. I don't need to go up some of this too bad. Okay. So do you wait for the grappling hook? Mm -hmm. Krona, do you wait as well? Uh, I suppose. Would... Alright, so Kimmy. Alright. You... I will, uh, with the grappling hook, like, in my mouth, mm -hmm. I will up the wall um, and sort of... I'll sort of peek in the window before I do anything else. Okay, make me a perception check. Okay. Come on, no whammies. No whammies. <laughs> okay, perception. Plus four. 17. All right, so as you get up there and you're fixing the hook, you see uh, two of these kobold creatures uh, running across to the window opposite where you are to look out and see what's going on out in the front. They've, they've okay. heard the ruckus and the yells of their fellows, and they look like they're trying to figure out what's going on. And I will uh, hook the grappling hook uh, and sort of just move to the side of the window in my gecko form and sort of wave down to everybody else. Okay. <clears throat> so, Bree, uh, the gecko has waved down to you and given you a signal that all is well with the grappling hook. And if anybody needs help climbing, I, I will I will be there to help. <laughs> Grab onto your tail or something? Yeah, if they need to. He's not bad. Alright, nope, you go up the rope without any trouble. You get up to the top of it, no problems. So, Krona. <clears throat> I guess Krona will climb up. So, Bree, do you kind of hang on the outside, out on the edge of the window without going in? Because you can also see these little figures inside. What is it again? Acrobatics or? Athletics. 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 There we go. There we go. All right. Yep. With the assistance of the rope, you managed to climb up. And Dustin. Oh, man. I'm going to fail this. Maybe. It's athletics, though. I know, but I've been rolling so low. Maybe, oh, maybe no. it's your time. <laughs> or maybe it's not your time. Dustin, uh, you're not falling off the rope, but Dustin, you only get about halfway up, like, pulling yourself hand over hand. It's, you're yeah. struggling a little bit. That's quite unfortunate. Alright, so, um, these, you hear these guys yelling inside these towers for this intruder that they can't see now. It seems to have disappeared from their sight. Uh, and you guys can hear the ones in your tower yelling across to them. And uh, Krona can translate quietly that they're they're bickering about somebody out in the shadows. Somebody's here. And they seem to be on high alert as you guys are all kind of hanging on the outside rock of this this tower outside this window. So, Rustler, what do you want to do as they can't seem to find you at the moment? You've managed to vanish against the wall to the west. Um, 
I can't see them either though, right? From my perspective, I shouldn't be able to see them. You can't. I think. I'm right next to the wall. Yeah, you you like you can't see them back the way you came. And even looking up at the tower that's above you, it's you can't really make out. You can hear voices yelling from up above you. So you know there's a couple more in the tower where you're hiding, but you can't see them at this point. Um he, he makes some more distressed noises. Somebody like like a like a battle cry or someone from some random person and uh after he does that then he moves with the wall and starts heading towards the rest of the party okay so pretty much what he's trying to do is make them think that he's still at where he's at right currently and then okay. Move. okay so you backtrack in the other direction do you dash again or do you just yeah. move to the edge of the wall and like hide in the shadow oh i i keep if i can keep my stealth with dashing i don't think i can no all right I, I, I move and keep my stealth then. Alright, so you're kind of like just on the western side of the gate, like kind of hiding. And you actually hear uh like it sounds like they're gonna like start heading this way across the top of the wall, and they're looking for you as they've heard you. So the rest of you are up on the side of this tower. Dustin's about ha- halfway up. Um yeah, you know, wait, some of us move a little slower. What's up, Russell? They're heading west on the wall, or are they heading east where they're I'm heading? Going? You, they're heading west, because okay. that's where they okay. last heard you. Sorry, I just need that clarification. I'm like, wait, what? No yeah. worries. All right, so Bree, you're hanging on the side of this wall. There's a big gecko on the wall above you, <laughs> and there's a window kind of to your left, and inside you can see the the moving figures of these two small kobold creatures. With their backs turned to me? They currently do have their backs to you as they're looking out the front window toward the entrance. Well then, I think I might try to take a shot at them. Or sneak into the window and tap them. So you can roll a stealth to try to go through the window quietly. There's no glass in it, it's just an open window. Right. Sparta kick them. Oh my god! Alright, so Bree, very quietly, and I will change the map so that we can... And let me know if anybody has trouble seeing it. Hang on. Because I am trying dynamic lighting on this map. Alright, so Bree slips in without making a sound. And is just about ten feet away from both of these kobolds who have their backs to her. So there's two of them. There are. Okay. So. Crap, I say just freaking go for it. I don't <laughs> Try to like slit their throats. <laughs> Jeez. So, will I get. You have advantage as they have not seen you. Thank you. <laughs> are you done? Fiddling with the map, or are we still waiting? Uh, I should be done. Okay, I still I see black. Uh oh. Me and black again. Uh-oh. Well, I will let you roll to attack while I wait for the map to catch up. <laughs> and hope that it does. Alright, so you just step in with your short sword and stab the first one in the back. 
Uh, you kill him in a single blow. Well, I also have... Can I use Horde Breaker if the other guy's dead already? Uh, Were they within five feet of each other? They were. Yes, they were. Okay, so I can use Horde Breaker for one more attack on the other one. As long as they were within five feet. Oh yeah, so you uh, you stab this guy too as he's spinning around, and uh, he also collapses. Thump, thump, thump. Two thumps, and they are both down immediately. Surprise on their faces. All right. So, uh, Krona, you hear two soft thuds inside, and then all is quiet inside. There may have been a, a couple of, <gasps> and then some gurgling and nothing. Wow, that uh, ranger died really fast. See, Krona will <laughs> still stealth in as best as he can, but uh, he'll... He's... Assuming there's fighting or something going on. Okay. So 17, and then... Alright, you come... pass without trace, too. This is true. You come in through the window to find uh, Bree cleaning blood off her sword. <laughs> Lovely. Swords! Swords. Two swords. Okay. Kimmy, the the lizard. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll I'll peek in, and I'll, I'll give a thumbs up, uh, and then I'll see Dustin down there, uh, and I'll sort of I'll sort of climb down, and I will uh, help him. <laughs> I'll sort of use my little lizard hands to push him up. You put your head under his rear end and push. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. All right, so Dustin, make a athletics check with advantage. Okay, now we're talking. <laughs> All right, I'm, so I'm so with the saying. assistance of a gecko, Dustin manages to climb up and through the window. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, Kimmy will follow after him when he's up there. Okay, so Rustler. Uh, you, from your vantage point, see uh, the shadowy shapes of your party climb into a window on the second story of the tower. Okay, um, then if I can, I would like to... I, I don't think I have enough movement, but I would like to try to get up the rope as well. Well, you're you're still a distance from that tower. You're going to have yeah. to clear the front gate and then get up there. And there's still you still see these uh, these figures running around the walls, looking for this intruder. Um, does it look like I could climb these walls at all? They are, they do look like they're not too hard to climb. Okay, I'm gonna do something really risky and probably really stupid. I'm gonna try climbing up here. Okay. As far as, far as I can, anyway. Yep. Go for it. <laughs> Make me an athletics check. Okay. Yeah, so you manage to pull yourself up. You get just about to the top of the 20-story wall. There's a couple spots where the rocks are a little loose and you have to kind of, like, hang on and, like, readjust your position. But you manage to kind of crest the top and you hear little footsteps of these, like, kobold guards and you can see them kind of passing across above where you're hanging. Okay. Moving to the other tower. Would that take a full dash and a cunning action move? 
Nope, that would just be your move to get to the t- just to that position on the wall. Okay, I ready a grapple to like if one gets close, I'll grab it by the ankle and try to throw it off. Okay. I don't know what you'd roll for that, but I, I want to ready that attack action. It would be it would be basically your athletics versus either their athletics or acrobatics. Okay. All right, so they do walk by, and there's two of them passing by, and. Do you want to try to grab for the first one or wait till the other one passes your way? I'll go for the last one. All right. Colin, are you typing like a beast? Oh, sorry. (laughs) Believe it or not, I've never played a rogue. I just really wanted to. All right. So. You're doing a good job. (laughs) They are fun. All right. So as he passes by, one passes and then the next one comes up. Go ahead and roll your athletics check to grab him by the foot. Okay, that went as I expected the climb to go. All right. Well, he is hidden, so would he get advantage? That is true. So the 15 does apply because they don't know you're there. So. Uh, thanks. He is going <laughs> to. But, oh, no. Uh, but now he does, in fact, know you're there because you grab at his foot and he uh, screeches in surprise and looks directly down into your eyes. And it's like. <laughs> Reaction. Murder! <laughs> Krona hears the draconic intruder, found him! And then, murder! Echo from the other side. Alright, uh, so then it is Bree's turn. So did I hear? Oh yes, you definitely just heard that. Well then I'm gonna go try to find Rustler. Alright. I knew what direction he was in. You knew he was by the front gate, and there is a front window to this tower, as well as a little opening that leads out onto the parapet. Also, if you hear banging, it's the neighbor's children upstairs. (laughs) I actually did hear that. Yeah. I did hear it too, yeah. I don't know if they're playing or if they can hear me and are telling me to be quiet. Um, so yeah, I will look out the window to see if I can see Rustler. Yep, I can hear that. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... Do I need to do a perception check? Uh, you look out the window and you can see very clearly across the way uh, a kobold pointing down at something clinging to the wall. So you do in fact know where Rustler is. That kobold, um, do I have a direct line of sight on him? Yeah, you do. I'm going to shoot him with my bow. Uh-huh. That hits him. It just hits him, but it does hit him. Uh, so as he's pointing at Rustler, an arrow goes through the side of his temple. And Rustler, he falls past you to the ground below. Good so. thing I gave a signal. Yeah. Oh. All right, Bree, do you get a sec? You don't get a second shot with your bow. Not on my bow, no. All right, oh, so Krona. Krona, what do you want to do? <laughs> Uh, hmm. I can see, like this is like this isn't. We're not like in building, right? We're like just on the top right here. No, you guys are in the the second floor. There is a oh, okay. yeah. You actually climb through a window and you're inside the second floor. 
Okay, so I can't see like can I I can see where um Russell like kind of where Rustler is with this with this guy here, right? But if, I can't. If you move up to the window where Kim, where uh, Bree is, you can look out and see Rustler, and you see the cobalt kind of flop over the wall and fall away. Okay, I can't see I can't see these over here, right? Like I don't actually have vision of these things. Right, the other tower is in your way. Okay. Uh, well, I guess since Rustler gave me a crossbow, I guess I could shoot. Okay. Uh, what is the range on your crossbow? I forget. I believe, I'm pretty sure it's the same as mine. Uh, well, yeah, I, I just don't remember exactly what the range is. It is 80 feet slash 320 feet. All right, so you are, how far are you from this other kobold? All right, so you're going to roll at disadvantage because he's just a little outside your range. Okay. <laughs> oh, well. Too bad. But you still hit him. Hey. Ten damage. <laughs> so, so Rustler, both kobolds that crossed over you uh, fall over the wall and into into the like the brush at the bottom of the wall below you. Both dead. Nice. <laughs> All right. So after Krona, uh, Kimmy the gecko, what yes. do you want to do? Uh, so what what exactly is in this tower? It's it's just a nondescript like stone tower. It looks like there may have been like some crates and stuff in here. There's a little bit of like abandoned wood and stuff, but it looks uh -huh. like it's been kind of picked over over the years, and now it's kind of just bare stone. Um, window wise, there's one towards where we came in. There's one that way. Is mm -hmm. there one like on the north side as well? There is one just above the staircase that leads down. Okay. Um, I will. We'll peek out there and look towards the north tower because we saw kobolds in that one too. Mm -hmm. So I want to see if they're coming this way as well. All right, make a perception. Perception. Let me see. I got a plus four. I know that much. Seventeen. All right. So um, you can see them in that tower. Uh, you see one of them, like, look out the the window toward the south, toward where you are, and then mm. you see it kind of run to another window. Uh, they don't look like they're coming out of the tower yet. They're trying to keep an eye this way and at the back. Okay. So they look like they they haven't decided to abandon that post just yet. In that case, I would like to try and stealthily climb out the window and sort of down the tower and like hide against the wall. Okay. Colin, stop typing like a beast. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know you could hear it that easily. My bad. Oh yeah. My bad. So, Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Yep. So you climb out and quietly down, and you don't. It doesn't appear that anyone has noticed you there. Okay. All right. So. Is there? Are there any kobolds like inside the the courtyard around the castle? Doing a quick look around, you don't see any. Uh, you okay. do see that there's uh, like a front door mm -hmm. just opposite the front gate. You also see a number of windows front side, and it looks like a double set of doors on the eastern side from where, like where you're hanging on the wall. Okay. On the lower, on the bottom floor of the castle. All right. I will make note of this. Okay, so let's see. That's what it's like. All right, so after Kimmy is Dustin. 
I don't know. This is a tough one. Um, do I see like the guys in this tower? You can't see them. Um, the tower is kind of in the way of them and they're not in the window on your side. Mm -hmm. So, but you did know that there were kobolds in those towers at the front. In the front. And can I walk across this little thing? You can. There's like a little door that sort of opens onto the top of the wall that you can cross. I think that's what I'm gonna do. Okay. Yeah. So, um, let's see here. How far is it? Oh, so it can only get like there. Um, so if I walk up, I'm gonna walk up to the little door. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna open it. Okay. Now, can I like kind of duck and get cover on the side, or is it? Yeah, open there, to there's there's the a um, there's like wall on either sides. So you could kind of duck down and move okay. across it. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. So I I can't get all the way across it. So I'm gonna kind of stay low right here. Okay. So Dustin moves out onto the upper part of the wall. Oh, I guess um, I'll use the dash action to cover the distance. Yeah, but I'm not going to open the door. Okay. I'm just going to like get to the door on my next turn. Excellent. Open. Yeah. All right. So Rustler, uh, there are now two dead kobolds on the ground 20 feet below you. You are still <laughs> hanging against the top of the wall. What do you want to do? Uh oh, Scott left. Scott, I just no I just noticed he's not there. <laughs> oh no. There he is, he's back. Sorry, I forgot I muted. I was just talking right there. My no. wireless headphones just died. So oh. That's <laughs> Technology. Okay, okay. The bane of existence. Alright, so uh you are hanging at the top of the wall, like just over the lip of it, and there are now two dead kobolds twenty feet below you on the ground. One with a crossbow bolt and one with an arrow through them. Okay, um, did they look like they had crossbows on them when I got to see them? Uh, they, they so, did. They fired at me. Yes, they did. Okay, uh, I would like to go down and harvest that, that loot. Oh, okay. So you crawl, down, you crawl back down. Just make me an athletics check to shimmy back down the wall. Okay, time, time to take some fall damage. Here we go. Yay! <laughs> I like fall damage. I like watching it being rolled when it's not against us. Mm. Oh, thank goodness. Because yeah. my athletics is a straight dice roll, by the way. It's fair. All right, so happens to be against us. So. <laughs> Rustler shimmies back down the wall, and you can collect the two crossbows. And there is between the two of them, they have twelve crossbow bolts. That's good. So you are able to collect all of those items. I, I assume light crossbows, right? Yes. Okay. Um, if with the rest of my movement, I head towards the rope. Okay. So you head toward the rope. So you came down about twenty feet. So you kind of get about kind of out there, sort of duck down, moving. You have the dark feathers. You've got some natural cover in this shadow darkness. Then Rustler just gets down as the little door on this tower opens and the kobolds start to cross the wall, looking around. And Rustler, behind you, you hear uh, those uh, draconic curses again as it seems they've noticed the other two kobolds on the ground below, but they don't see you slipping away in the darkness. These Thank other goodness. two, let's see if they notice you. 
All right, and where you're standing, you see two more kobolds crossing uh, on the parapet above the entryway between the two smaller towers. Um, but they don't seem to see you in the darkness either. Their perceptions are too low. Thank goodness for those black feathers. All right, so after they move, it is going to be Bree's turn. Can I see any of them? Currently, you, you uh, from your window, you can see the two that just came out on this other parapet where you shot the other one before. I think I'll shoot it again. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, we are here to storm the castle, aren't we? It's true. That's your short sword attack. Mm. Oh, whoops. Pretty good throw. <laughs> nice. Much oh. better with your bow. Yay. Yes, that will hit what, the one that's uh, in the lead. I, I like to imagine she was shooting her short bow through her, her <laughs> bow. She just stuck the sword in as the ammo. She was she was hoping for enough force to for it to impale both. Hmm, that'd be nice. All right, so you hit the one in the front, and the one behind him uh, yells out and tries just to grab for him as he falls into the courtyard. And you hear like a thump, 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 rustler as it appears he falls down a set of stairs at the back of the wall. And the other one is now shrieking in draconic and pointing to the tower where Bree's arrow came from. And then it is Krona's turn. What will Krona do? Krona will shoot at the one that yelled. All right, he is just outside your range, so you will have disadvantage again on this shot. Oh, can I move somewhere to be able to shoot him with not like while not being out of range? Or? Um, he was pro. You looking at it, you think that you would not be able to get him within range. Uh, he's just a little too far away. Okay, that's fine. If we're not having any wizards in the party, we're having a hell of a firefight. Yeah. <laughs> So you fire and uh, it goes like way over his head and kind of clatters against the tower behind him. You see the cobalt spin and look at the tower behind him and see the bolt drop. And he looks, he's looking around, like rethinking his position as he's too far out in the open. Then it is Kimmy's turn. Okay. Uh, so there's a, there's windows and there's the double doors on the side of the castle, mm-hmm. right? Uh, oh boy. And I haven't heard like anything on the on the walkway above me, like Kovalt's running or anything, right? Nope. If you look oh. back, you look back, and you can still see them moving about in that southern t- or the northern tower, um, but they haven't come out of it yet. Darn it. Okay. Just come on, boys. Uh... Jeez, in that case, um, Kimmy, Kimmy's gonna gonna scuttle on over to one of the windows, okay, uh, and try and like peek inside, Ooh. see what she can see. All right, she can make me a perception check. Okay, I'm making a lot of perception checks lately. Kimmy's the like forward, like. <laughs> excursion like she's she's every time hey you know you gotta do what you gotta do all right (laughs) 
So you scuttle over and you you kind of just peer up over the windowsill. So what you see is a a very large like uh, grand kind of foyer room. Like almost, you see a table that has seen better days. It's the you can see it's pockmarked and and torn up a bit. Um, but you do see moving about in this room uh, a handful of those inside out creepy looking tentacled yellow robed kobolds. Okay. Uh, there's a kind of a big fireplace that sort of takes up part of the center of the room and blocks your view a little bit. Uh, but otherwise you don't see anybody else inside that room. Uh, does the fireplace look like it has a chimney? It does look like it has a chimney. Is the fireplace on? It is not currently lit, though in the graphic it does appear uh. to be lit. Is it on? <laughs> they have not turned on the gas for the fireplace at the moment. Where, where's okay. the app on this thing? um okay i would like to how tall is the is the like the keep so the keep it's it's like two main floors and so it's about maybe like 25 30 feet to the roof and then there's three towers one big one at the back that goes up another maybe 15 20 feet and then Mm. two smaller ones that also are at the front and side Okay. But the roof itself is made, you figure, looking up maybe like 25 feet to get up to the top of that roof. Okay. Uh, in that case, I will use the rest of my movement to on up. All right. So Kimmy goes to the roof where she does, in fact, see the opening for a chimney. <laughs> Excellent. Kimmy's like, y'all wait out here. I'm going to handle this. I got it. All right, Dustin, you have made your way across the other tiny door in the next tower. Okay, so Dustin throws open the door, expecting Mm. to see some kobolds inside. So, Dustin, you throw open the door, it clatters against the wall, and you see no kobolds inside, but you see two kobolds on the walkway crossing the entryway. They've left the door open behind them, and they both spin Mm -hmm. around at the sound of the door and are like... Okay. I'm going to go into the room, mm-hmm. but not through it. Bonus action, rage. Yes. And then I want a ready in action, so when they come at me, I can take a swing at one. Okay. Batter up. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> and I, I, I do some taunting or something at them. What do you, what do you say to taunt them? Um, I say... Oh, you look so small and your scales aren't that shiny. Make me an intimidation check to taunt them. Okay. Yeah. Um, I love that that's your idea of taunting. <laughs> your scales aren't so shiny. I don't know. But... <laughs> so, all right. So one of them looks a little unimpressed, but the other one looks very offended. Like he that's just right. shined his scales yesterday. And how dare you say anything about the quality of the scales? That's what I, that's what I thought. All Never right. ever insult the cobalt scales. This is true. Never. All right, so Dustin is ready. Rustler, you're you're crossing this open area. Uh, you've heard Dustin, his voice echo from one of the towers, taunting the kobolds, and he's drawn their attention from looking around. Okay. Um... The map hasn't been loading for me at all. Uh-oh. So is he is it sound like it's coming from the tower I'm gonna climb up? No, it sounds like it's coming from one of the two center towers. Oh shoot. Okay. Well I try to climb up that that 
grapple hook rope stuff. Okay. And I tried to change a setting on your character, so hopefully you can see. All right, your wrestler is struggling a little bit with the rope. Can Can I like cutting action to do it again or something? Yeah, sure. I'd let you. Try to dash up the rope. There we go. <laughs> yep. So Much you successfully climb into the tower behind your your comrades. All right. So after Rustler gets himself up and into the tower, uh, this this guy looks very offended at Dustin, and he is going to run forward and attempt to bite you. Okay. It's just rude. Does that trigger my ready to action? It does. All right. Oh, that misses me. I know. Okay. Uh, let's see. Do I hit him? You don't. Uh, you both. Um, you you swing as he bites, and you both miss <laughs> each other in in the in the movement. Yep. I, I actually think in that moment you might switch places. <laughs> uh. Okay. Yeah. You guys have like that samurai duel thing where you both do the strike and cross, yeah. but yep. you actually don't hit each other. Yeah. 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 Every anime fight ever. Intense. <laughs> Uh, the other one will level his crossbow at your back and try to shoot you. Rude. No, it's terrible. Face uh, me like a man. So uh, you kind of swing the little door and it thuds into the door behind you. <laughs> nice. No. All right. After they try to do that, this one is feeling very exposed up here. He is going to go back in his tower and shut the door. And you guys aren't sure if he's going to go up or down inside his safe tower. But he is now out of sight because things have gotten very precarious for him. Alright, so after they run, Bree, what do you want to do? You see him disappear and close the door, and you don't have... Well, that's not true. You can see through the little door that Dustin went through that there is a kobold now engaged with Dustin. We're getting married. Oh, oh did you set a date yet? <laughs> Uh, not yet. Kimmy's making the cake. Who, who's invited? Everybody. So what do you want to do, Bree? They're both trying to hit it on each other, but they keep themselves. <laughs> it's that oh, whole wait. orc on a bridge thing. Can I see any other kobolds? Uh, you can see uh, he's got a little bit of cover, but there's another one past Dustin through the other door on top of the wall. So I can't shoot at that one. You could. Okay. He just has a little bit of cover, so his eight, he might be a little harder to hit. But you could try to shoot at him. I'll do that. I think Dustin can take care of himself for the most part. Yeah. I'm a tough boy. So even it with the kobold and Dustin and the door in the way, Bree, you managed to hit the kobold far beyond him. Uh, it does not kill him, but he is injured by it. That is Okay. And he curses whoever just shot him with an arrow. Because he didn't see that, that one coming. Also, okay. Alright, so after Bree, do you want to do you want to stay where you are, Bree, or do you want to start moving somewhere else? Um, which, where do I did I see the other kobold run away to? He went back inside the tower on the western side and shut the door that he had come out. So This one. Yeah. He is okay. he is somewhere inside that tower at this point. And now this here looks like there's no wall in between the two. I took away the other map because it had the roof, but there is technically okay. a walkway between the two. Perfect. Then yes, I am going to move in the general direction of uh, 
Dustin and the other one. Okay. Hell yeah, party time in the tower. And I'm actually can get up just behind it so you'll get flanked next time. Nice. This this cobalt looks around a little bit unhappy about the situation he's now found himself in. Maybe just a little bit. <laughs> All I right. thought the other cobalt was going to do that. Krona. Mm, Krona, Krona, Krona. Oh, Colin, you're muted. No, I know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Just in case. So Rustler is here with me in the, uh, in this tower now? Yep, he has just popped through the window. Okay. Uh, He's got a bolt in his shoulder. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yikes. <laughs> hmm. Should we... Should the two of us go upwards towards the other side and go clear that side, or should we just go with them? Now that I'm in here, is there, does it look like there's a stairway that goes down? There tower? is a stairway that goes down to the lower level. Okay, but I heard noises coming from the towers up here. So, um, I, I agree with you. I, I'm not. Okay. Krona will go towards the other side where the other walkway is. All right, yep, there's another small door there that you could open. And I you shall st- open. All right, so you get out on the walkway. Uh, so you can move... If you're just going to double move across, you can move 60 feet, I believe. Let's see. How far is this? That's 80 feet. Ooh. Let's see. I moved from here, so I could move to about here and still shoot an arrow at them. You could. Can I I, I see them? If you move out on the walkway, you can make a perception check to see if you can see them. I will make said perception check. In hey. fact, yes, you see one of them, he's just running back into view to look back along the wall. So he sticks his mug out the window. And I don't have disadvantage because it's in within 80 feet. If it's within 80 feet, you do not. Yeah. 14 question mark? Oh, you shoot and it clatters off the like the outer rocks of the window framing. Damn. And he like, his eyes open in surprise and he yells in draconic, the dragonborn. I was hoping maybe that it wasn't seeing me and it would hit it, but nope, I guess not. <laughs> and somebody turned on a blender. Yeah. <laughs> I want one! Yeah, I don't know who has a blender on. I'm gonna have to ask my dad about that one. Oh, okay. <laughs> not surprised. Alright, so Krona shoots but misses the kobold in the window. Kimmy, you are mm. on the roof about 20 feet from a chimney entrance. Okay. Um... So you said there was a, a tower on the keep, right? There are three. There's a small one at oh, the front three. that you're All close right. to. There's a big one at the back. And then there's another small one to the west, on the western side of the building. Okay. Uh, can I take a, just take a gander from where I'm at, up at the big one? Sure. Does it have windows? I it should do- ask that It first. does have a couple of windows up there. Okay, I'll see if I can see anything through the window. Uh. Uh, currently, you don't see anything in the windows of that upper tower. Okay. Um, I will head over towards the chimney then. Okay. The chimney's right. about, uh, it's got about a maybe four or five foot wide opening. Okay. Yeah, that's more than big enough. <laughs> All right. You kind of poke your head over and look down. And you can see it goes down. You, It, it looks like it's got a couple of openings on the way down. Maybe. A couple? Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Like you could come out on either the second oh. or first floor. 
Okay, I'll go to the the first opening and I'll just sort of look through. All right, so with, without like poking my whole body so they could see me if there's anyone there. All right, so you waddle down and you poke your head into uh, what looks like it used to be uh, a fancy bedroom, but it has been like trashed completely and it looks like really run down like this this level of the castle's kind of started to fall apart more okay. but you don't see anybody inside the bedroom that's hey, good Jeanette, quick question sure does kimmy as this creature um kind of make the slick foot sound effect probably the yeah in our other game casey has a gecko familiar yeah <laughs> all right so small enough so i can ride true so kimmy has entered the building this may be a giant mistake but i'm willing to make it <laughs> all right meanwhile dustin and brie are flanking a cobalt and it is dustin's turn yeah i'm gonna take a big swing at it 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 throws up its its oh my god claws and like Rah! uh and then i'm gonna Slam the door shut. Oh, to trap Behind. it in here. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, to keep the other one from getting against gotcha. me. So oh. Dustin, Dustin distracts himself with trying to close the door and swing. He misses yeah. the kobold, oh. but he manages to close the door solidly. All right, and that's my turn. All right, so uh, Rustler, Krona mm-hmm. has cr- started to cross the other wall, heading for the the northern tower. Yeah, he started to cross, and then he fired at something, right? He did. Okay. Um, when I start to cross, um, that door is shut on the other side, on that other next tower. Right? Yes, there's a little window next to it that this you can just see the head of the cobalt in that that Krona shot at. Hmm. I want to do something stupid, but I'm not sure if I should. Do it. Uh, I was going to try to jump in through the window. Oh, yes. like, like acrobatics, like <laughs> like wall run into the window and come up behind Do it. it. Yeah, uh, make me an acrobatics check. Okay. Like I, I I can't see it in roll twenty the map, but I can see it in Twitch. So I've I've been watching on there. Okay. okay. Hey, it works. <sighs> All right, so you run across the wall and you leap in through the window. And you kind of land just poof, next to this cobalt that was like just watched you like run, and it's just staring at you. So you made it into the tower. Is there anything else within? Is the cobalt the only other thing within five feet of me? Uh, currently, yes. Okay, yeah, rape your time. Oh boy, I get sneak attack. That's true. Oh, jeez. Oh, my God. No big deal. <laughs> so, uh, you just kind of put your rapier through its throat. And it gurgles and falls over and dies. <laughs> Bye, my friend. The other one looks at you in surprise. As my cunning action, I go... He bolts down the stairs and disappears down to the next level and runs on his turn. Meanwhile, let's see. 
the uh, cobalt that is now stuck between Bree and Dustin will take a disengage action, and he's gonna throw himself out the window. I'm gonna take. <laughs> I'm oh gonna use goodness. my sentinel feet. Yes. Um, and I think I have to take a swing at him. Let me look at that. Yes. Let's see. Yeah, they still provoke. Yep. I'm gonna make attack. If it hits, it doesn't get to go anywhere. All right. Oh so, boy. Let's see what happens. Nope. All right. So uh, he he leaps oh, out the God. window. So he's gonna make an acrobatics check when he does this. I think there's something wrong with this one. <laughs> I don't think Rustler would agree with you. Maybe you need to balance your axe or something. Maybe it's like a little op, like the handle's a little bent or something. All right, so he he manages to go out the window and down to the ground below, and he is cursing the entire way down in Draconic as he does so. The other one sees him land on the ground and bolts back inside this tower and is going to take this ladder at the back to climb down. So, he's somewhere else. All right. So, um, at this point, they're kind of bolting away from you guys. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna say we'll pull out of initiative. Okay. This guy's search for traps. Yeah. So, uh, Krona would have made it to the tower if he's following Rustler. Kimmy is on the roof. Yep. Actually, Kimmy's in the second floor, and Bree mm-hmm. and Dustin are in the in the front tower. So, who wants to do what? I want to take a shot at the one that just jumped out the window. Oh, you can do that definitely. He's trying to bolt away into the trees. Oh, did he go outside? Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. Yeah, he bailed. Dang. <laughs> that just misses him though. Darn it. Yeah. These are hard to hit. They are very, very spry. Mm. All right, so he dis- he's he's disappearing into the tree line and, and running into the trees. Then, uh, so what are Bree and, and Dustin going to do now as he has run away? Uh, try to find the rest of our party. Yeah, I was going to say, try to regroup. Okay. I think they know they're, we're here now, so. Yeah. All right, so is, you guys are going to go back the way you came and head after Krona yeah. and, and Rustler? All right, so Krona and Rustler, you guys are in the other tower, the northern tower. Uh, a kobold ran down the stairs into the lower level of the tower. What do you guys want to do? I'm, I mean, I, I look at you and I'm, I'm like getting ready to go downstairs. Uh, Krona will follow Rustler. Okay, if I can, probably do some crazy acrobatic stuff. Like, if it's a spiral stair, I'll probably, like, slide down the side of it. Try to, like, beat him down. Alright, make an acrobatic check to beat him to the ground. Alright. Hey. So, Rustler, uh, the kobold is almost to the bottom step as you slide past him and land in front of him, and Krona land, like, just ends up right behind him on the stairs. And he just stops, and he's looking back and forth, and he throws his hands up. And he looks at Krona, and he's like... Says in Draconic, You! Th- th- is that all he says? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I respond in Draconic, What do you mean, me? You're expected! What is with my characters always being expected places? Yeah. 
<laughs> Krona is confused. Don't kill me and I'll take you. I don't know if Krona wants to be taken. Rustler's really confused. You guys are speaking Draconic. It was just like, we, we cornered him and then he started talking uh, to you Draconic. I will, I will say to Rustler what he's, what other conversation was and just <laughs> explain it. And that I'm confused as to who's expecting me because I don't even know he's, I don't even know who's supposed to be expecting me. The master waits for you. Did you bring the gnome? Yeah, what is right? Yeah, I'm uh... <laughs> while, while, while they're doing this, if I'm able to maybe with sleight of hand or something, mm -hmm. I'm like disarming this kobold. Oh, he's he, like, he's looking at, at Krona and when you take his stuff, he kind of cringes at you, but he's not, he's not like fighting back. He's like, I will take you. I will take I you. I feel like we should tie him up and like get with everyone else before we go anywhere. We do something like that. Um, I hit him in the back of the head with my rapier. Can I get like a sneak attack on that mm -hmm. or something? Non-lethal? You know, sure. Knock, knock him out. I will take him. He slumps into Krona's arms. <laughs> Krona does not grab him when he slumps. He... <laughs> falls onto the stairs and just sort of slumps there as Bree and Dustin arrive uh, and hear this soft thud of this little kobold collapsing unconscious to the ground. I, I start tying him up with my rope that I've used before to tie up a certain somebody else. <laughs> All right, so Kimmy, you came down and you were in the second floor. It looked yeah. like a bedroom. What are you doing? Uh, so you said I saw kobolds on the floor below me, right? Yes. In the fireplace? Mm hmm Okay. Kimmy is going to climb out of the actual chimney. Okay. Into the room. Mm -hmm. She's going to turn back into a gnome. All right. Uh, and then she is going to sprinkle uh, some thorns that she has in her pouch down the, the chimney. Okay. Um, and is going to cast spike growth at the bottom. So a 20 foot radius thing centered at the fireplace is going to fill that area at the bottom. Uh, so it's difficult terrain and whenever a creature moves into or within, they're going to take uh, 2d4 piercing damage for every five feet. Um, okay, so... <laughs> You guys are tying up this unconscious cobalt and regrouping, realizing you haven't seen Kimmy when you hear shrieking coming from the building. Um, Kimmy, you, you hear the shrieking much louder up on your upper, you know, level vantage point. Uh, yeah. As, it, as uh, it sounds like at least a couple of the kobolds um, were unprepared for spike growth and yep. may have been done in by moving around through it. <laughs> Excellent. And you can hear what you've come to recognize as draconic cursing from a few that perhaps either got out of it or just saw their comrades get killed by these little tiny pinchy thorns that have grown all over this, the floor of the common area. Mm. I imagine they just like sprout out of the floorboards from the chimney. Just... Mm -hmm. What a way to go. 
<laughs> what a way to go, right? <laughs> so, so yeah, so the rest of you have no idea where Kimmy is, but you hear a lot of shrieking and yelling coming from uh, somewhere inside that building. Well, in that case, I suppose we should go towards the building. <laughs> How small is this kobold? Oh, like, he's he's gnomish like size. Like torso on 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 my back, small. Or? Yeah, he's he's small. He's very easily carried, especially okay. if you what? hand him to Dustin. I, I make I, okay for for Dustin. Um, uh, I make I tie it up so there's nice two little loops for like backpack strands. Aww. So like Dustin can carry this little cobalt in his back, Gee, but it's like, like, but it's like cocoon, so it can't like. <laughs> oh, okay, I was just saying, do you put the do you put the rope around its wrist and like its ankle, so he's like a backpack, and around its snout, so he can't bite him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I got like two hundred feet of rope, so I, I I will do all that. All right, so Dustin has acquired one cobalt. Nice, oh, bound bun, bound and gagged. Cobalt added to the inventory. Mm-hmm. Just turn around. You got yourself a shield. That's right. <laughs> Poor cobalt. Sorry, I, I I love messing with cobalt. So, what are you guys doing? Corona has explained to the group, to the entire group now, besides Kimmy, who's not here, that uh, I was expect he's expected, and uh, the gnome. <laughs> and this is just recapping the words of the cobalt. Uh, uh, wrestler says, I find cookie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I Maybe guess we should look for Kimmy. We find cookie. We find cookie. Yeah, yeah, let's go together. The element of surprise is gone, so we just need to use force now. Yeah, force. If you guys let me, I'm going to try to. I'm still going to try to sneak. It's <laughs> fine. <laughs> We'll I mean, they don't know where we're at. <laughs> yes. But they know we're somewhere. We're somewhere. We don't know where. Yeah, I just have to deal with their actual perception check, not their passive perception checks. <laughs> Which is somewhat better than their passive. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys can see that on the first floor where you went down to grab the cobalt, there is a door at the base of the tower that leads out into the open courtyard. Um, so I'm gonna go down to the courtyard. I, I'm ready to open the door. Are we just gonna just open it and go? Or? Yeah. Oh, okay. Hell yeah! Charge right in towards the screaming. All right. So when you do, you you see uh, two kobolds run out of the base of the other tower, opposite where you guys come out, and they disappear behind the back of the the building. As if they're running inside the building on this side. I head towards the tower they ran away from. I don't enter it. I'm just going towards the deep inside. Okay, does everybody stick together? Yes. Alright. We do have Pass Without Trace. Yep, you do. Uh, So you quickly move across the back of the building in the direction that they came from. Meanwhile, Kimmy, what are you doing upstairs? Well, uh... I'm gonna check out the bedroom. Um, does it have? You said it was kind of messed up. Is like the roof caved in or anything? Um, the roof is pretty much intact. 
It didn't. Okay. It doesn't look like the roof caved in, but the the floor looks a little bit saggy in places. Uh, the okay. walls are kind of messed up. There's actually kind of like a partial hole in the wall where the door should be. Uh, it oh. looks like it opens onto a hallway, and a and it's a, kind of a long hallway with a door on the opposite side. All right. Um, then I'm going to. I'm going to head out into the hallway, being careful that I don't, like, step through the floor or something. Okay. So, um, when you do, you can see that to your right, there is hmm. a staircase that descends down. Not about, going down there. <laughs> about 30 feet away from you. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I will head for the... What direction is the door? Is it, like, in the direction of the big tower that I saw outside? The front door? Uh, no, the, the door and the corridor that I'm in, the hallway. Oh, okay. So there's, uh, when you go in the corridor, there's stairs to the right. There's uh -huh. a door directly across from you, but there's also a door kind of to your left in the in the wall across the hall. And it, okay. it's a little bit uh, bigger and a little more sturdy looking than the other door. Hmm. Make me uh, just um, a general intelligence check. Okay. Let me see. All right. So based on uh, the outside layout and where you came down the chimney, you think that bigger center door probably goes into that other tower. Okay. I, I'll head for that. Okay. So you, you go over the door. Doesn't, it doesn't look locked. Oh, boy. <laughs> Can I listen at it? Of course. I'm not going to open this if I think there's people in there. Okay. Oh my god! Kimmy! So, so you don't hear anything on the other side of the door. Okay. Then I will crack it open. Alright. When you do, you can see a circular room. There mm -hmm. is a set of stairs that looks like they ascend to the upper level, and a set of stairs that descend to the lower level. And there are two windows one faces to the north and one faces to the west. Okay. Uh, I... Oh, where, where would cultists go? Up or down? <laughs> I... I'm gonna sneak up the stairs. Because if there's no one up there, then I might have a vantage point to see where my friends are at. Mm-hmm. If there are, they might have the people who were kidnapped. So might be a good thing. Okay. All right. So meanwhile, you guys cross behind the tower at the back of the building. And you see um, there is a door in the back corner of the building. That yeah. it looks like these kobolds that just ran across must have used to go inside. And there's also a well on the, on the property in the corner by the tower. What do you guys want to do? Well, that's where we heard the screaming from, right? This door. You heard the screaming from somewhere inside the building. Like, so they were running away from the building. No, they the, the kobolds ran from the wall inside to see what was going on, apparently. Okay. I feel like we need to go in, right? Is, is the door open? It's currently closed. Is there a keyhole? There is a keyhole. 
I peek through. Okay, make a perception check. Wow, that is definitely a door I'm looking at. It is definitely a door. It seems like maybe the that there's something wadded up inside that keyhole. Um, I, I like step, I stay behind the wall. Like, so I have cover behind the wall if the door opens. I don't open it, but I look at you guys and let you guys decide what you want to do. Because I've been kind of be a little too gun-ho, I guess. I mean, I feel like we're looking for uh, Kimmy, right? Mm -hmm. We gotta go in. Is there any reason not to go in? Mr. Rogue, you make Rogue, wants to make everything all tactical and stealthy, so if you want to kick down the door, you can just kick down the door. He's just being cautious. No, I, I guess, I, yeah, I'm just asking the rest of the group before I'm charging in there. That's where we heard the Just quietly whisper, yell for <laughs> like, Gimme! Kimmy, no, bad idea. Okay. Do, do you do it? I don't know. I asked the group. If this is where we heard the noise from, I say we go. Okay. I will, uh, once Bree says that, I'll just uh, break that door down. Well, not break it down, I'll open it. All right. So you, with your pack <laughs> of cobalt on the back, move up and you swing open this door. It's not locked. They They seem to have just shut it behind them. And you startle the kobolds that are standing in this room. Mm -hmm. they, turn, uh, they turn and look at you and they uh, see Krona over your shoulder and they're like, you're here. And they, they put up their hands as if they're not going to attack you. You're late. In, in draconic to Krona. What the fuck? I turned to Krona. Krona shrugs and is confused and is hiding and is still hiding behind Dustin. Dustin's like, yes, we have brought him. We are his escorts. Bring Yikes. us to your leader. Yikes. You, you, wait, you, do you understand Draconic? No. Do they say that in Draconic or do they say that in common? No, that's true. I guess I don't know. Well, Krona, Krona will translate as they're talking, but. Okay. So Dustin does say that? Oh yeah, definitely. The kobold standing in the in the door. The kobold standing in the door to the left. Uh, he will uh, nod vigorously, like he's excited that you're ready to go. Krona definitely backs away from Dustin a step when he says that. And he motions. He motions for you to follow him through the doorway he's standing in. I turn to the group. I'm like, this way we can skip all the in between fights and just deal with the problem. <laughs> And deal with everything at once. Yeah. is still concerned. The wrestler's concerned. Um, can you do like a... I don't even know if it would be like an insight check on Krona or what. I don't think Krona is wanting to turn against us, but maybe something involuntarily happened to him. Like Krona doesn't smell or something. Yeah, you, yeah. You can Krona definitely, you can make an insight check. <laughs> okay. Yep. I think it's going to be like a triggering spell where they just like somebody cast dominate person on you or something. I don't know. 
I don't feel like I should go. Like I don't want to go. That's the thing. All right. So they're not they're not enticing me to go. They're just saying they're waiting for me. Um. So Rustler, uh, your perception on Krona is, uh, he he looks completely at a loss, confused, just and afraid. Yeah, like afraid of this. He. <laughs> He doesn't look like he has any understanding of what the heck this is, what the heck it means that they're waiting for him. He he is as lost as the rest of you. Um, okay, well then, Rustler pretends like, oh yeah, no, yeah, we're uh, I'm going with the plan. I'm like, yeah, we're going with them and doing the thing. Yeah, I'm trying to act like I'm like the bodyguard or something. The kobold will motion for you to follow him. I mean, if you guys don't want to do it, we could just like, kill them right now. <laughs> he I disappears mean, through the door. Technically, it's not. We can kill them at a time. Are they side by side? Uh, no, one's in, in one open doorway. The other one has just, like, motioned for you to follow, and he disappears through the door he was standing in. See, I separate them. Now it's easier. Okay. <laughs> um, if possible, the second that one turns around, I boop it in the back of the head. You just pop in the room and bop him in the back of the head? Like, the one went in and it's gone, like, out of sight, right? And then there's the one in the room. Yep. And I... Are you pulling a little bunny foo-foo? Maybe. <laughs> like, I was just thinking, when it goes to turn around to escort us, okay. when its back is turned, boop! Well, the one that went to escort you, he disappeared through the doorway that he was standing in. There's another one in the room that's just sort of standing with his hands up to, like, waiting for you to go. You could pop in and bop, and bop him in the head because he's just waiting expectantly for you to follow his his friend. I, I signal for him to go first. No, no. <laughs> he just kind of looks at you and shakes his head like, go. That, you he guys. says in common, he says that way. I step into the room. Some more. Yep. There's a lot of cobalts. I'm leaving this up to Corona because he's definitely the um, the one they want, not not the rest of us. Corona will not go first, but he will follow Dustin. Do they look injured? Uh, these ones don't look injured. When you when you walk past and you kind of can see through the door the other one's standing in front of, uh, you see um, a bunch of spiky thorns <laughs> on the ground in the room. Uh, you see two more kobolds kind of standing at the edge of it, looking perturbed and, and confused and maybe at least one cobalt body lying slumped on a bench where he didn't make it through the thorns and he died. Nice. Uh, so do we want to go or do we want to... This is all you. I was about to say, you're in the lead here. Uh, I, I turn to this cobalt that said go and I tell him, I'm like, so we didn't really get the memo of why we had to bring him here, but can you let us know what's going on? The master waits below. Who's the oh, master? The gentleman. No, that's a different podcast. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to stall looking for Kimmy. Okay, so meanwhile, as the group has followed these guys in and is, is heading around like this corner... They, they see, uh, so you guys see that this cobalt is standing at the top of a staircase that descends down. And um, they kind of look quizzically at the unconscious cobalt that's bound on Dustin's back, but they, they don't say anything at the moment. Meanwhile, Kimmy, upstairs in the tower, mm. uh, you 
went through the door and you kind of went up to see if you could get a vantage point to look for your comrades. Hmm. Uh, or just what's up there, uh, if anything. As you get to the top, there are two kobolds standing silently, just looking out either window, and one turns and looks at you. And it says in common, <laughs> Ah! You're here! Quick! Come with me! Uh, excuse me? And I think that's a good place to stop. Cause we're <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh my god. I just remembered something. What's that? How old are you? How old am I? Yep. That's a good question. Uh, let's see, I forgot. Uh... Oh god, where is it? I'm here. You're like 17, aren't you? Am I? I thought that's what you said one time. I don't remember. Oh. <laughs> Let's look at my... Uh, nope, that's not helping me at all. Oh, none of this information is filled in on here. Uh, I think you did <laughs> say you were like 17 years old. I yeah. guess Corona's 17? You were you were late teens. Hmm. I, thought, I thought it was more like a more adulty than that, but you know what? No, 17 sounds about right. Yeah. So maybe that's why they're expecting you. I, Jimmy and not the rest of us. Uh, I underage. I guess. And they kidnapped a bunch of kids from the village. I'm 18. And technically, I'm an adult. Kenku is technically, I think, become adults by like five or something. So. Oh Jesus! <laughs> You're Sorry. an old man. Thank you for joining us for Uncanny Adventures podcast. Come back next time to continue our adventures.